One Hope Church. Good morning. It's a privilege to be here with you this morning. If you're um, here in the parking lot, um, in your car, uh, staying dry, uh, we're glad you're here. If you're with us um, in town on Facebook or um, in some other place, we have some friends from Mexico checking in with us this morning. Or if you're listening, you know, in the cars, people are listening on the radios, 94.3, Noventa Quattro Punto Tres, FAMA, for la Gloria de Dios. Had to get my Spanish um, uh, radio call out this morning uh, for our, our friends listening from afar. Um, but this morning we're here on, on Easter Sunday, and, you know, for us, we celebrate every Sunday the resurrection of Jesus. We remember his death, um, his his crucifixion on the cross for our sins, that he was put in the tomb, uh, but the grave could not hold him. Um, that Sunday morning he arose. And that's why a, a group of, of Jewish people who had always kept the Sabbath, who had always worshipped on, on Saturday, began to meet together on Sundays. And they would take the bread and the cup as Jesus um, taught them to do and told them to do in remembrance of Him. It was this resurrection of Jesus that caused a radical change in the life of those Jewish men and women. It was a, it was a belief in Jesus and His resurrection. It was the resurrection of Jesus that caused them to be willing to die for the name of Jesus. And so this morning... I want to encourage us that everything that we believe in the scripture, everything we believe in the Bible, everything we believe that Jesus taught or that his followers taught to the prophets before him in saying that he would come, what they told us, everything that we believe depends on the reality of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. That without the resurrection of Jesus Christ, we have nothing. It is pointless to read the Bible. It is pointless to follow the teachings of Jesus. It is pointless to do anything associated with the name of Jesus if he is not risen. Why do I say that? Because he foretold that he would go to the go and die for us and that he would rise from the dead. So he was either a liar a lunatic, or he was who he said he was, Lord of all. And so we're going to look at 1 Corinthians chapter 15 this morning as the Apostle Paul talks about this. Let's go to the Lord in prayer as we do. Heavenly Father, we thank you this morning that whether we're here in a parking lot in Athens, Georgia, or we're sitting in a home um, here in Athens or some other part of the country, or in another country, that Jesus, you are risen and that you are Lord of all. And we pray this morning, Lord, that your word would go forward in people's hearts and lives, and that Jesus, because of you and your resurrection, we would follow you fully. And that, Lord, your word would go forward in all the world. In your name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. So 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 1, the Apostle Paul says, Moreover, brethren, I declare to you that gospel which I preached, 
to you, which also you have received and in which you stand, by which also you are saved if you hold fast that word which I preached to you, unless you believed in vain. For I delivered to you, first of all, that which I also received, that Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures. See, it was prophesied, you read Isaiah chapter 53, for example, it was prophesied that Jesus would die, that Christ would come, and that He would die for the sins of the people, and that um, that He would ultimately rule over all. Jesus is the fulfillment of prophecy. He is fulfillment of the of the Old Testament, from Genesis to Malachi. Jesus is the point and the purpose of the Scriptures. Remember that after Jesus rose from the dead, He was seen by different ones, and, and Paul's going to talk about that. But He goes to a, a place outside of Jerusalem named Emmaus, and He walks with two um, on the way there, and He explained to them all the Scriptures. Uh, you know, it says that the, their hearts burned within them as they heard Jesus talk about uh, the Scriptures referring to Himself. And so this is the gospel that, that Jesus is the fulfillment of prophecy because we needed a Savior. Because our first parents in the garden fell into sin and to disobedience to God, that we needed a Savior and a King to make us right with God. He says this, I deliver to you, first of all, that which I received, that Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures. Verse 4, that He was buried... And that he rose again the third day according to the scriptures. And that he was seen by Cephas, that's Peter, then by the twelve. And that he was seen by over five hundred brethren at once, of whom the greater part remain to the present. But some have fallen asleep. And after that he was seen by James, then by all the apostles. Then last of all he was seen by me also, as one born out of due time. And so... Here, the Apostle Paul gives testimony, gives witness of those who had seen Jesus after He had risen from the dead. And he talks about himself. Remember, he was on uh, the way to Damascus. He was there um, as a Pharisee, and he was going to persecute the followers of Jesus, the people of the way, as they were called. Because remember, Jesus said He was the way, the truth, and the life. And so these people who followed Jesus, Paul was going to persecute. He wanted them thrown into prison. Remember, he was there when the first martyr, Stephen, was stoned to death. When Stephen was stoned to death, Paul was there and he held the garments of those, that, the, the coats of those who threw the stones. They killed Stephen and he approved of that. He was a participant in murder. He was a, a, an accessory to murder. And he didn't view it as murder. He viewed it as, as justice because he viewed it that Stephen was preaching something that was false. That he was a false prophet. And by their law, as a false prophet, he deserved to be stoned to death. But he did so in ignorance. And then on the way to, on the way to Damascus, Jesus appears to him. And Saul is blinded. And he ends up becoming... Um, a follower of Jesus, he says, I was one born out of due time. And for verse 9, he says, 
For I am the least of the apostles who am not worthy to be called an apostle because I persecuted the church of God. But by the grace of God, I am what I am. Who this morning among us can say, by the grace of God, I am what I am. Scripture says, by grace you have been saved through faith, and this not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, so that no one can perish. So so if you are here this morning, you're a follower of, of Jesus. You are a follower of Jesus by the grace of God. God made it possible because in His great love, Jesus came to the cross. Now, I, I want you to consider that this morning. That Jesus went to the cross because of God's great love for you and for me. I got a phone call on Friday from a, a, a guy who would put a um, roof on our house. His name's Alfonso. Alfonso gave me a call and and um, he, he said, well, I was driving, you know, we've gone and got tacos before, we've talked. He's like, I was driving, you know, every time I drive by this taqueria place, I, I think of you, I just wanted to call and see how your family was doing. It had been a while since we had, we had talked. And I said, you know, isn't it amazing that you would call me on Good Friday? Uh, because, because he's not a follower of Jesus yet. Isn't it amazing that you would have it on your heart to call me on, on this day where I could remind you of God's great love for you that Jesus died on the cross for your sins. You see, you can put your name in the, in the blank even now that God loves filling your own name so much that Jesus went to the cross on your behalf. That Jesus went to the cross on your behalf. And uh, it's in the, on the right side. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. All right. And so we need to remember that Jesus loved you that much. And he loved the people of the world that much. And that brings us to a really important point here in the message that I want us to consider. Because if Jesus is truly God in the flesh, and he truly loved you so much to come down, to put on human flesh, to suffer... For your sins and for my sins. If he loved you that much to do all of that and went to the cross. And he, that he did truly rise from the dead. Then it only makes sense to surrender everything to him. It's only logical. It only makes sense at that point. To, to fall on your knees before Jesus. Say Lord forgive me I'm a sinner. To believe in him. And then to walk in his ways to follow him. If you believed in Jesus a while ago. If you believed in Jesus a while ago and, and, and you know, you've been on living life and maybe you've gotten a bit distracted, if Jesus truly rose from the dead and He's truly your Savior, He's truly the King of kings and Lord of lords who is going to return and reign over all, then it only makes sense to live the rest of your days in 100% allegiance to King Jesus, right? That's what makes sense to do then. And so we encourage this morning... Um, if, if you're not a follower of Jesus yet, to be, begin today. And if you have been a, if you have already believed in Him, continue walking in Him, because that's what makes sense. And we need to tell the world. And right now is a wonderful opportunity that this calamity has brought to us. COVID nineteen is terrible, and it's you know it, it kills people. It's it's awful. It's a virus, but there's a there's a, a bigger virus that kills everybody. And it's called sin. Sin is the ultimate virus. 
and infects everyone and everything that it's around. You see, that's why sin is such a big deal. And, and, and why God takes such a hard stance against sin throughout the scriptures is because sin destroys your life and it destroys the lives of, of other people if you, if you um, are, are living in it. See, the, Satan is not content just to destroy your life. He wants to destroy the lives of, of everybody around you. That's what sin does. It's destructive. But there's a cure. There's an antidote. His name is Jesus. There's a Savior. He is real. His name is Jesus. There's one who died on the cross for our sins. His name is Jesus. And He loves us. So imagine right now today, if you had the vaccine, if you had the cure, if you had the cure for COVID-19, and you could go and give it to anyone, wouldn't you do it? And what would you think of a person who had the cure for COVID-19 and didn't share it with the world? And that's a disease that can kill a, a couple percent of our population. But when people die in their sin, they go to an eternity without God, separated from God. You see, it, it carries with us the worst death sentence because it's not just a physical death, it's a spiritual death and it's eternal separation from God. The consequences for sin are much greater than the consequences of COVID-19. But the cure for sin, there's nothing greater and there's no one greater than Jesus. So if He is real... And we believe in Him. It only makes sense that we would want to tell everybody about Him. And share the ultimate cure with the world. Because that's what love has done for us. And if we're full of love, that's what we'll do for others. That's the bottom line, folks. If you have the cure, if you believe that sin kills, and that Jesus is the cure who saves, then you will indeed strive to share that cure with the world. Amen? Let's get some honks on that if you believe that. Jesus is the Savior. We follow King Jesus. And Jesus gave his disciples a mission to go into all the world and to make disciples of all the families of the, of the earth. Baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and to teach them. You know, everything that he had commanded. And Jesus said, and lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age, that Jesus will always be with you. Follow him. Share him with others. Use this opportunity that COVID-19 has brought to us as everyone realizes their, their mortality. Because the reality of the situation is, if COVID-19 doesn't get you, something will. If Jesus doesn't return first, you are going to die of something. Everyone has a fatal condition because we are all under sin. But you don't have to be. I say we're all, I mean, everybody is, is, is in that condition at some point, but you don't have to stay in that condition. People in the world today don't have to stay in that condition because there is a Savior who gives life and life eternal. Jesus said that he came to give us life and abundant life and that he came to give us eternal life. Do you have that this morning? He's our king. Do you know our king? Encourage you this morning 
to consider Jesus because as you read the rest of 1 Corinthians 15, it's clear that if there is no resurrection, then Christ is not risen. And he says in verse 14, if Christ is not risen, then our preaching is empty and your faith is also empty. Meaning it means it's meaningless. If Christ is not risen, we have nothing today, folks. We have bet the farm on the resurrection of Jesus. We have put everything on the resurrection of Jesus. That's where we stand. And as life has shown us, you know, life is full of storms. We're expecting bad weather tonight uh, in Athens, Georgia. They're saying, you know, we could get 40, 50 mile an hour winds. There could possibly be tornadoes and things. There are storms that come in life of all different kinds, whether it comes in the form of of a virus or tornado, whatever it is, a financial calamity. There are storms that come in in life. In these days, can you have peace and joy and purpose? And if you have Jesus, you have peace and joy and purpose regardless of what else is going on around us. Let me ask you all a serious question. Which would you rather have today? Would you rather be guaranteed to live 500 years on this on this earth in good health, but then have an eternity separated from God? Or would you rather die today knowing that your eternity was with God? Which would you rather have? And when people are so focused... People are so focused on the little things of this life that they miss the point. The point is to prepare us for eternity. The time here in life, regardless if it's 100 years or less, whatever it is, it's short. It goes by so fast, folks. It goes by so fast. And when you're real young, you might not think that or believe that, but trust us, it goes by real fast. But eternity is forever, and it's either with Jesus or without Jesus. But Jesus is risen, and so we do not have to fear death. Remember Paul says, if in this life only we have hope in Christ, we are of all people the most pitiable. <laughs> you know, if we, if we only have hope in Jesus in this life, we are all pe- of all people to be the most pitied. Why does he say that? Because of the sacrifice he's enduring in the life here and now in order to, to follow Jesus and to proclaim his name around around uh, the Roman Empire at that time. And he is risking everything for Jesus. So if it was all a lie, wow, what a shame and what a pity that would be. Same is true today, folks. The same is true today. If Jesus is risen from the dead, we have, of all people, the reason to be most joyful. And if he is not risen, we are, of all people, to be most pitied. Everything hinges on Jesus. Everything hinges on Jesus. This morning, um, we're going to take, most of you brought your own, the bread and and cup. um, And Derek's going to, Brother Derek's going to come back up and and lead us in a a song or two as we take that. You take that in your your cars and, um, you know, so you you can do that this morning. If um, you, you didn't bring it, 
um, and feel comfortable and would like some. I've got some. I've got some san- sanitized, um, well, sanitary gloves. Uh, I'll, I can put on if you turn your lights on your, on your car. You know, I'll, I'll bring it to you. That's kind of a, a last minute thing. If you don't feel comfortable with that. That's not a big. It's not a big deal in terms of you know. Don't worry. It's okay. You can take it when you get back. When you get back home, that's another alternative. You can just do that. Um, if you're if you're at home watching on Facebook, we encourage you to, to take that this morning. Um, if you know Jesus as your Savior, because Jesus said, "Do this in remembrance of me." When He took um, the bread and He broke it, and He took the cup, um, and and He gave thanks. He told His disciples, His first disciples, "You know, do this in remembrance of me until I come." Well, the implication there is Jesus. There's going to be some disciples one day that are going to take the bread and cup, but Jesus is going to come back. Jesus is going to return. So it's a remembrance that He uh, for us of what He did for us and the grave could not hold Him and that He is going to return. And it's just so important, folks. We believe He's going to return and that there's going to be justice and that God is going to give justice. And that's a wonderful, wonderful thing to know um, today. And so... Um, I'll pray for us. We'll take that. Brother Derek, come back and lead us in a song. And if you don't know Jesus yet, even now where you are, just take this opportunity to say, Lord, forgive me, a sinner. Forgive me, I'm a sinner. And, and just put your trust in Him. Let Him take all that burden, all that guilt. You've been carrying around all that weight on your shoulders um, in your life, and you can lay it, you know, lay it, bow down to the feet of the cross, and Jesus will take it from you. He'll take all the debts. He'll take all the weights. He'll take... He'll take everything from you and He'll give you joy and peace and love and return. And that's the exchange. That's the great exchange, the great trade that you can make today. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we come to you now. We are so thankful that you did not leave us in our sinful condition, but that you sent Jesus to go to the cross to die for us. And that Jesus, you died for us and that you asked us to remember you just by taking simple bread and simple um, cup of the fruit of the vine, um, the cup, Lord, and that we can remember you in this way, that your your body was, was bruised for us and your blood was shed for us. We thank you. We give you praise as we take it this morning. Jesus, you are holy. You are wonderful. You are lovely. You are everything to us. We praise your holy name. Jesus, we thank you and we praise you. In your name, Jesus, we pray. Amen.